Sports Advice with Leonie Tillman. You know, I often find myself wondering what the future will bring, like many of us. And talking to Willow, I'm struck by how much I want to know who she's going to become and where she's going to go in this world. She's got so much, well, confidence and curiosity. I think that's the big thing. She's incredibly curious about the world and whether consciously or unconsciously, incredibly wise. Here she is. My name is Willow and I'm 10 years old. And what do you normally do with your days? To be honest, not that much. I basically wake up, finish off the work I didn't complete because I live in Dubai and um, I have to do online schooling, but there's a big time difference. So I I normally finish finish off the work I didn't get around to doing. Then uh, we... We might go out for lunch and then at 2 p.m. I have to start school. I see. So you're live with your class in Dubai normally now? Yes. Okay. And what's what subject have you got on today? Um, I just completed a French and normally, uh, normally I have English or math, whichever one comes first. Then the other, then I'll have Arabic and then I'll stop there. And why are you living in Dubai and doing school in Dubai? Um, well, my parents um, my parents weren't really uh, – my parents didn't really like Australia, so we moved to Dubai. And do they – they've got careers there, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of living in Dubai? Well, I've lived there for six years, so I've never really, I've always just gone with the flow, but it's nice, yeah. I guess. How is it different to living in Australia? Very. Friday and Saturdays are weekends. What's that like? Is that weird coming back here and seeing everyone take Saturday and Sunday off? No, I just just do it. Yeah. And so what's your favourite subject at school? My favorite subject, I, um, I don't really have a favorite subject, but I'd say it would probably be English. Why do you like English? Because I'm really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I studied English literature at uni, so I, I know what you're saying. And what do you think you'll do after you finish school? Uh, I can... I'm really not sure what my options so far in my head is a list list that is more than 10. Yeah, right. What are they? Some of the most random things. Movie director, actor, um, costume designer, fashion designer, uh, a culinary chemist, and the list goes on. When you say culinary chemist, I can hardly even say it myself. Is that is there someone you know who does that? Um. I don't know a specific individual. Actually, Heston Blumenthal, he does that sort of thing. And how did you find out about him? Um, I didn't actually find out about him. I found out um, about culinary chemistry through a TV show. I see. 
And what are you looking forward to about growing up and becoming an adult? Um, maybe living by myself and having the and have and instead of having to and instead of having to be like with somebody else, I get to live my own world. And what will you do in that world? Nobody knows. So I don't know. <laughs> And so you're very close to your grandmother, is that right, as well? Um, yes. And she comes to visit you in Dubai every now and then? Um, three or four times a year. Great. Do you like spending time with her? Yes. And I guess what I'm, tr- what I'm thinking of is you're, you're surrounded probably by a lot of adults because you're an only child, right? Yeah. I'm an only child as well. So I know when I was growing up, I was surrounded by a lot of adults. Is is that similar for you? Very. And what do you observe? What do you see in those adults? What do you think and do you think that you'd do it differently? The only thing I've ever taken note of is that sometimes adults can be very strange. Yeah, right. What way? Um... <sighs> Lots of ways. (laughs) (laughs) Give me an example. Like sometimes people will love to get a certain pet. Like there's a person on the internet, I forgot what his name was, but he has five Pomeranians. I mean, if you're going to, if you like dogs, at at least switch it up. (laughs) (laughs) You reckon variety would be better? Yes. And when you do become an adult and you're talking about all these jobs and things, what is important in choosing a career? What sort of things do you think about when making those that little list that you gave me? Um, some, something I enjoy and, and because university is long hours and I've seen and my dad's currently doing an executive MBA and there have been a and there's been more than five all-nighters pulled. So if I'm going to pull an all-nighter in university, I want—I at least want to be doing something fun. My mum says I'm very good at arguing and debating, but she's trying to convince me into doing law. I'll probably do that for one year, but I don't want that to be my profession. Yeah, and why... I mean, that's an interesting thing to say for someone your age, in my experience, that you'll you'll start doing something, but then you'll change. Is that, do you see that there's a lot of options and you can move between them? Yes. Yeah. I think in, uh, somebody told me recently that your generation will have about seven career paths in your life. Yes. That must be quite overwhelming or is that exciting? It's overwhelming, to be honest. Yeah, it feels like a lot of pressure. So in terms of your school and do you do some things outside of school as well? What sort of activities do you do? Yeah. Without the coronavirus going on, I have a very busy schedule. On Sunday, uh, on Sunday I do gymnastics. On Monday I do musical theatre. On Wednesday and on Wednesday and Tuesday I do um, fourth grade ballet and on Thursday I take the day off and I or I have a free afternoon and on Saturday I do homework. Wow, that's incredible. That must be exhausting. And have you ever won an award for any of those things? 
Never. Have you ever won an award for at school or anything like that? No. What about just feeling successful at something, the f- something where you felt like I did a good job there? Life. Yeah, you feel like you're doing pretty good at life? I get I get stressed sometimes, but generally I think I'm doing a pretty good job at life. Yeah, nice. So what do you do when you get stressed? How do you manage that? Uh, normally I I talk to my parents. I've got a mental health book that I write in about this, how I'm feeling and what's probably creating all this emotions. I I let my I let my feelings out and then I just I be potato. What's be potato? <laughs> I don't I um being potato is that feeling when once you've let your all emotions out, you're like blank. You're not, you've let all your emotions out, so you're not sad anymore, but you're not happy yet because nothing's good happened so far. So it's like this blank piece of paper. If paper was an emotion, it would be potato. So did you come up with that idea or did someone tell you that being potato was what you're aiming for? Um, no, I, I can't, I created potato. I'm going to, I'm going to use that. Do you mind if I use that? I think that's a great term. Please use potato. (laughs) So when you let out these emotions, is it like crazy and screaming or is it just quite an internal thing? Sometimes it can be both. Um, when you say crazy and screaming, it's just probably me just being a little upset. But but sometimes it's me being physically upset and sometimes it's me just um, – it's like when you have a bad day, um, when, I, when I let out my emotions and I just have a bad day without me getting upset, it's me mentally letting out my emotions. Wow, you sound like you're really in control of things. I, I know loads of adults who – probably have no idea how to do what you're talking about and what you do regularly. <laughs> do you think adults are pretty stressed? Um, from what I've seen, adults can be ridiculously stressed about little things. Yeah. Why do they get so stressed about little things? Hormones. That's my answer. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And what? how would you advise them? Would you advise them to do what you do? Could you teach them how to be potato? Um, it's very hard. Being, pota- being, a po- being in a potato state of mind is very, it's strange, but it's so strange. It's actually very hard to do. So I just advise them to, to, um, I just advise them to get some rest and maybe drink some water. Yeah, they're pretty good pieces of advice too. So now that you're seeing these stressed adults and you're thinking about your ability to manage your emotions, how do you think you can go forward and make your life successful? I'm in the strangest way. I've always felt like that I've never been in fully control of my own life. The world, like the whole entire world shapes my life and it doesn't even, and they don't even know it. So, yes. Mm. So it's like, 
if COVID, for example, the world shapes other people's lives and they don't even, and people don't even realize it. For example, if COVID-19 wasn't happening right now, people would be a, a lot more cheerful and uplifted than quarantine and social distancing. Do you think somehow that COVID has even made them, made some people happier? Yes, because including myself, because I've always had social troubles. <laughs> I've never been I've I've never been able to um uh, I'm I'm an extrovert, but in the same way but all but contradicting that, I've always had social troubles and um people have never really been very nice to me and I don't know why so I think COVID-19 for me is a blessing in the strangest way wow that's that's really interesting because you identify with being an extrovert and I had been thinking that it was more likely the introverts who would love this isolation and social distancing because you get to spend more time by yourself but that's that's really fascinating so how do you, if you're an extrovert and you're at home or away from school, how do you get your fill of interactions? Well, every night usually for school we have to do a Google Meet in the morning. In, uh, um, in Dubai time they do a Google Meet in the morning, which is 2 p.m. here, so it's technically not morning. And um, in Dubai time, they do uh, Google Meet at 2 p.m., which is 8 p.m. here. So I interact with people every day, but that's school. That's cool. And um, socially, I WhatsApp call my parents a lot. And my mum's picking up my dad today, I'm gonna, and I'm going to see him tonight for the first time in, in like, in four months. So it'll be really exciting and um, sometimes I Google meet my best friend, Ava, and my other good friend, Elmaz. That's amazing. I'm so glad that you're getting to see your dad. That must be a crazy feeling. Yes. What's the longest you've ever gone without seeing him? Now. That's now. Yeah, right. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Today will be very exciting. Yes. So your parents sound like they've got very big and important jobs and and maybe they even make quite a bit of money. How important is money to you? I Honestly, this will sound strange. Most kids, they brag about money. They're like, I got so much money, but I really don't care about it. It's, it's something that people overlook. Money, um, even... Money can bring you happiness, but it doesn't define happiness. And what will make you happy then? I don't know. <laughs> but, um, a, lot, a lot of things make a lot of different people happy. And so on this theme of money, do, do you think adults manage money well? Or I guess there's a spectrum. I, I feel like there's a lot of people who don't manage their money well. What what do you think about how to manage money when you get older? I think certain people manage money well and certain people don't. And so what's your tip to yourself for growing up or maybe even a tip to other people? 
Um, well, when I get older, I, I want I possibly want want to start a family. So um, people nowadays for Instagram and social media, they go on all these crazy experiences and spend money. But um, it's strange, but currently I'm not. I'll just try to save up my money as much as I can and then when I'm older I'll spend it on things like my children and um, my health. So tell me more about this family you're thinking might happen in the future. Well hopefully one day I I just I I want to get married and have children. (laughs) How many children do you think you'll have? I can't predict that as some people have twins on the first try and some people have one and some people have like triplets. So I don't know what's going to happen, but I hope something does happen. And as an only child, do you think that you'll have more than one? Um, I'm hoping for twins, but if I don't have twins, I'll just have one child. What do you like about being an only child? I have all my parents' attention. Yeah, that's a funny one, isn't it? I know it's a, what, do other people, do you feel like other people have a perception of what it is to be an only child? Um, okay, a few, it's like a yin and yang. Some of my friends, they're like, ugh, my brother or my sister is so annoying. You're so lucky you're an only child. And then one day I told my um, one of the girls in my class I'm an only child and they're like, oh, we feel so bad. That must You must be so lonely. And I'm like, well, it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you respond when people say things like that? Normally I just say yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think my question is always, what is it like to have a brother or sister? It just seems like such a weird idea to me. Yes. I, yeah, have- I guess we just grow up with what's normal, right? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I have people in my class that have uh, like three or four siblings. Yeah, that's that's hectic. <laughs> I can't imagine a house with that much activity. I know. <laughs> so, just thinking about um, looking up to people, are there? Do you have any role models, or are there people that you look up to in the world that you think mm, they got a pretty good life, or or even for any reason? I don't look up to people. I look up to mindsets. What's that? What's the best mindset you look up to? Um, an optimistic, um, there's, you can't look up to a person because even if, even if they're successful and I have a certain job, even if you do the, exactly what they've had, you'll have, you won't have any, you won't even have a similar life. They'll still be completely different lives. So I think there's no point in looking up to people, but I look up to mindsets. Yeah, so you you mentioned the word optimistic. Tell me more about these mindsets. So there's a few different mindsets. There's a mindset which is, um, it's a my there. My mindset is always changing. On a bad day, it it won't be an optimistic mindset, and on a good day, it'll be a curious mindset. 
And how does that help? What, what do you think is the best quality to hold on to as much as you can? I think the best quality to hold on to is something that defines you. The word, the word be yourself, even though it's a nice meaning, it's very, some, sometimes people don't know who they are, which is why it's hard to be yourself. As a young child, I, but sometimes I don't even know who I am really. And I, and I'm always curious so I'm not gonna say be yourself because some people are still discovering themselves but I'll say do something uh, keep you can always um people change as they grow older but always hold on to one quality that that defines you and nobody else has that's really cool so do you know what that is for you yet no yeah, it's a tricky one. I, I had a friend once and he told me to pick the weirdest thing about yourself and champion that and just make that the main thing about yourself because that, that will mean you're an individual. Yes. I quite liked that idea. So what advice do you have for adults? If you um, – I read this somewhere the other day and it said – it says – well, wait, what was it again? <laughs> wait. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. You only become self-conscious if you live up to somebody else's standards, if you're trying to live up to somebody else's standards. Not trying to be cool like somebody else, but trying to live up to somebody else's standards. If you just wait patiently for your life to unfold, then you will truly be happy. That's amazing. I love it. The other thing, I think this might be a Jordan Peterson quote, excuse me, but he talks about comparing yourself to who you were yesterday, not comparing yourself to other people and who they are today. I like your idea too that you shouldn't have people as role models. That's all sort of forming that same idea. Nice one. Yes. And one last question, what would you do if you were leading the world today? I feel like... I I feel like one person shouldn't lead the world. It's um a, one person leading seven billion people is it's absurd and it's wrong because one person can't make the decisions for that many people. Um, I feel like an organ. If I were to lead the world, it would be with. I wouldn't do it alone because if I if I made all the decisions, I'd feel guilty because what if people don't like what I've done? So who would you have on your team? The world. So you'd all make this is the decisions together. Yes, it's almost it's almost like every de- every decision would be a vote. If, um, let's do this. It's um, let's take a. Let's take a world vote. Let's do this. Let's take a world vote. And do you think everybody has the same capacity to make those decisions? Yes. Yeah, cool. So that's sort of the, it's a truer democracy to what we have today. Yes. Yeah. And is there anything else you want to share that is on your mind in the realm of these questions? Mm, Nothing. 
It's really cool. Thank you so much. Willow, it's been amazing hearing your thoughts and I think you're a really special person. (laughs) You'll find some amazing friends along the way. I know it. Thank you. You have a lovely day and I hope to meet you face to face one of these days. Yes, you too. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. You can find all the episodes of the podcast on your favorite platform and please hit follow. You'll make us so happy. See you soon. This podcast has been made possible with the help of March Made Media and Leonie Tillman at English for Business.